Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Are you in a crazy-making relationship? Feel anxious, angry, and unsafe? Welcome to Save Your Sanity. Insights, skills, strategies, and inspiration for emerging empowered from toxic relationships and breaking the bonds of emotional abuse. Keep listening. We'll figure a few things out. Welcome to Save Your Sanity. I'm Dr. Roberta Shaler. In this episode, we're going to be talking about something so basic. You want empathy. You want intimacy. You want to feel safe in a relationship. But because there is very little empathy when you're dealing with a hijackal, one of those relentlessly difficult people that I talk and write about so frequently, you are not going to find it. If there's no empathy, you can't have real intimacy. And if you can't have real intimacy, you will not feel safe. That's why you feel so alone in a relationship with a hijackal. I'm going to talk with you about this so that you really get what it is that's producing that feeling, and you start looking in a different direction to get that need understood. So stay tuned. We'll figure these things out together. So you long for intimacy. That's what we do as humans. We want that person that's close to us. We want that person to feel close to us. We want to feel safe when that person feels close to us. And you're not getting that with a hijackal, are you? You hope for it. You long for it. You actually give attention to little glimmers of it. They're not real, but you really hope they are. And I understand that because you're hungry. You are hungry for being known, being seen, being part of the team. And empathy is that ability to understand and share the feelings of another person. Well, a hijackal, first of all, is not interested in your feelings. If they're not interested in your feelings, they're not very likely to be interested in understanding them, are they? So we have a basic problem right from the get-go. That empathy, that ability to understand has to come with a willingness to understand. And neither of those two things, ability or willingness, are you going to find in a hijackal. And if you were raised by one, as I was, you don't understand right from the beginning why nobody really cares about you. You know, you're little. You think that those giants who brought you home from the hospital are there to take care of you. And they don't seem all that interested. And you don't feel particularly safe. And you don't know for sure how to get their attention. And it starts there for some people. Other people have a wonderful childhood or a good enough childhood, and then they meet a hijackal, and they can't figure out what are they doing wrong because their home wasn't like that. So it must be their fault, not the hijackal's, their fault. And you start going down that pathway. Yes, self-reflection is worthwhile. It's a great and good place to start. Am I doing something? Is it anything that I'm doing? And you change it. 
But you soon find out that when you're with a hijackal, you will do all the changing. They will demand more change, and they will not change except to get worse. So here we are looking for empathy. We're looking to be understood. We're looking for somebody to be interested in understanding us. And we're really barking up the wrong tree. It's just not there because you're not going to get empathy from a hijackal. And if you haven't heard my term hijackal before, I coined this phrase because it gives us an opportunity to talk about the patterns, traits, and cycles of relentlessly difficult people who hijack our relationships and then proceed to scavenge those relationships for their own needs, for their own purposes, for power and status and control. Someone in your life sound like that? You may have a hijackal. And certainly that may be why you're attracted to the podcast, and I'm glad that you're here. So they don't have any empathy, and they can't share. They won't share. They don't want to share. Because they don't care. They don't care. Their focus is, what's in it for me? That's the big deal. What's in it for me? And that's all that matters to the hijackal. Yes, they can give lip service to caring in the beginning. And they could put on a really good show of being attentive and listening But soon you find that the conversation comes back to them. You are left a little high and dry. You complain about it. They straighten up a little bit. But slowly you begin to recognize that the relationship is not what it was in the beginning and is not showing any signs of going back to that, except when the hijacker gets afraid that you'll leave them. And that's what we call love bombing. So in the hijackal's mind, what they want to need is all that matters. You don't matter that much, except for your ability to give them what they want and need. And one of the things that they want and need is power over you. They want to be able to tell you you're wrong, you're nasty, you're not enough, you're bad, everything is your fault. And you will have noticed that for sure. And I've talked about that on several podcasts in various ways. And it's really hard to hear, I know, that they don't care as much as you want to believe they care. They don't. They don't have the capacity for caring. And if they had any capacity for it, it will be overridden by their unwillingness to care very deeply, except for what they can get from you. I know it's hard. You may have already just gone into an old pattern in your mind. You're already making an excuse for the hijackle. Oh, but they had a difficult childhood. Oh, they're under a lot of stress. It's a difficult time for them. Oh, all the things that you go into in order to make excuses for a hijackle. And just notice how quickly you do that if that, in fact, just happened to you. Because many people develop that pattern. They, they know that the hijackal does not want to talk with them, does not want to solve problems, so they keep making excuses. And I've done some podcasts on enabling, and it's important for you to understand that enabling is a no good thing. And so if you are enabling a hijackal, you want to stop. 
And it's not easy. I know it's not easy, but you can go to saveyoursanitypodcast.com and you can um, just do a search on enabling and you'll find all the things that are there for you. And if you get benefit from this podcast, which I certainly hope you do and what brings you back, please feel free to make a donation one time or monthly to support this work at patreon.com slash save your sanity. Patreon.com slash save your sanity. So we have all of this opportunity tonight to be listening internally to, am I ready to recognize that the person that I'm looking for empathy from is really empathy deficient, maybe empathy devoid, and if they do have it, they don't want to give it because it seems then that they're giving up their power. So very important to see. Because you want to believe the empathy is there and that by some magic you'll unlock it or you'll find it or they will feel comfortable enough or safe enough and they finally will trust you and allow you in. And it's just not the case. It isn't there. There is some pseudo-empathy. You know, they appear to be listening to you. And, you know, when I wrote my book, Kaizen for Couples, I talk about the difference between being proximate and present. When you're proximate, you're in the same room. You may even be on the same sofa, but you're not present. You're not engaged with the other person. You're not fully available. You're not listening. You're not living with equality, reciprocity, and and mutuality, you're just in the same room. You're just in the same general area. And if you're having a relationship that is based on proximity and not presence, that will make you feel lonely too. And there's no lonelier place than in a relationship that is supposed to be based on love and building a life together. And when the components are not there, it's a terribly lonely place. And I did an episode on that just a few weeks back. So we long for intimacy. We long for that. Intimacy is closeness and true friendship. And it has those elements that I talk about, the three must-haves of a healthy adult relationship, equality, reciprocity, and mutuality. It has connection. It has a desire to collaborate. It has a desire to create plans and and dream together. And you let someone in and you keep them close. And that's the whole idea of intimacy. You know, when Susan Susan Campbell wrote a book, I think it was Susan Campbell, she wrote a book and she talked about what intimacy is. And she said, it's four little words, into me see. And if you think about intimacy as I am letting you into me see, that means I'm going to be vulnerable. I'm going to be open. I'm going to be available. I'm going to be present. And I'm going to allow you to see into me. I'm going to show you where my, my vulnerabilities are where my fears are, what's happened to me, how I feel about myself, how I feel about life, what my dreams are, all of those things. 
And a hijackal will pull you in to that feeling of intimacy by simply giving you a few breadcrumbs. They will come closer to you. They will spend a little time with you. And you mistake it for the whole enchilada. They're just bored or they don't have any other supply at the moment or they want something from you. And so they put on this show that you recognize as intimacy and then you will spill the beans. And the hijackal is just simply letting you think they care, but they don't let you in. Because they're not that bothered by you. They're not concerned about what you think. They're not involved in what you feel. They don't want the outcomes for you that they want for themselves. So intimacy cannot be honest. Therefore, it's not safe. So intimacy requires vulnerability. And vulnerability requires safety. And if we put the court before the horse and we get vulnerable in places we're not safe, then we have to really recognize that, that we do not want to be giving away too much information to someone who is going to misuse it or use it against us because hijackals exploit you for vulnerability and then you're not safe. You know, I have a lot of clients all over the world, so I've been doing this for a long time, so I've had thousands of clients, and I know that we all long to be known. In fact, in Kaizen for Couples, I talk about that we all in the human condition want to be seen and heard and known, acknowledged, appreciated, and accepted. And we want to have our person. We want to have the one person we can count on. And that's usually an intimate partner in, in our adult life. But we start out wanting the parent that we can count on, the friends that we can count on, the siblings that we can count on. What if you didn't have them? then you have no pattern for choosing a partner you can count on. That's true, right? And it's really hard when you go back and realize that maybe I didn't have parents I could count on. Was I emotionally safe with my parents? That's a big deal. I know I wasn't safe with mine. But to go back and, and ask yourself, did I feel safe? Was I with people who were truly interested in what I was thinking or feeling or needing or wanting? Were they listening to me with interest? Were they doing their best to help me with that? And if they weren't, then we're still looking for that. And so a hijacker will see us and go, oh, there's one who's already groomed to, to be wanting what I'm going to pretend I'm going to give them. I'm not going to give it to them, but they they will keep hoping I will. And that's not your fault. That's just life. But as you learn these things, as you bring them into consciousness, as you start to think about it in some depth, hopefully by listening to the podcast and hearing all the various ways it might show up, you begin to see that, oh, I have a choice here. And what I am experiencing is not what I want to be experiencing. I can do things to change that once I recognize this is not what I want. 
And it's not healthy. And it's not okay. And it may not be a good example for your children either. And then you definitely don't want it. And it's not easy. You don't just pick up and walk out. Yes, if there's sexual or physical abuse, I hope you call the police and perhaps walk out. uh, Because you have an ironclad reason to do that for your physical safety. However, there's a lot that you can learn and change within yourself before you walk out. And I am, I ask people to do that, to actually become much more self-sufficient, self-reliant, self-aware before they leave. Because then you will leave feeling confident. So whether you're leaving a relationship with a partner or you're, you're ending an expectation from a parent or you're deciding not to speak to a hijackal sibling, you know, do your work first. And I do have a community called the Emerging Empowered Community. You're welcome to come and join that at joinintoday.com, where we talk about all those things. So if you would like to have that group experience and lots of workbooks and videos and all kinds of things that members get, go on over to joinintoday.com and get those. If you want to speak to me one-on-one, you can do that too. There's a one-time opportunity for new clients and you'll find it at beaclient.com. A full hour with me for only $97 at beaclient.com. So we can get together and figure some of these things out, either in the group experience, in the Emerging Empowered, or at Be a Client, so that we can talk one-on-one. So intimacy requires vulnerability, but our job is to make sure that we only offer our vulnerability up when we know we're safe. And because we're so hungry to be vulnerable and feel safe and feel connected and have that intimacy that comes from empathy, we may fool ourselves that we're safe. So be very careful to um, look at that deeply, not just, okay, that's what I want, let's go for it. But What indications do I have in the relationship that I am safe in this relationship? And I think you'll find that many things will pop up where you haven't been safe. And if that little voice within you comes up and was, oh, well, that was a while ago. Don't listen to that little voice. Listen to the numbers of times you haven't feel safe because they know how to love bomb you and dry you closer. They know how to trauma bond you. So they will be nasty to you and then they will be your comforter. And preferably they will do everything they can to isolate you. So they have full control over when they push you away and then demand that you stay. They will do that. And you, They're human, so they understand the human condition. They have a little disrespect for it because they think, oh, you have needs. Oh, you long for something that I could give you, but I'm not going to. But I'm going to pretend I'm going to give you it, or I'm going to future fake and promise it to you sometime, or if you're good, or if you change. And then hijackals have this way of making pronouncements, I've changed, as though some miracle hit them they were hit by lightning never believe that 
Never, ever, ever believe that because our mantra here at Save Your Sanity, and I'm sure everybody who's been listening can say it with me, A-B-B, always believe behavior. I don't care what the words are. I'm going to look at the behavior over time, and I'm going to believe the behavior. That's wise because people know how to say what you want to hear, And you don't want to know that it's not available, so you believe their words. But no, A-B-B, always believe behavior. Because you're longing for that closeness. You desire that closeness. Anything that looks like engagement you think is going to give you that closeness. And you get hooked on hope that it's available to you from a hijackal. And it isn't. So your, your vulnerability rises and you think, oh, this will draw them closer. And a hijackle goes, oh, good. Oh, good. You're now going to divulge some things to me. You're going to feel like, oh, you're safe with me, that you can be vulnerable. And what are they doing at those moments? And you've had this experience, I'm sure. They are storing your vulnerabilities to turn them into weapons later on. And all of a sudden, something that you said that was really personal and deep, and you you kind of embarrassed to share it, and you're out at a dinner with friends, and all of a sudden, the hijackal is throwing it out there and using it as a weapon against you. And you feel so betrayed. Notice the beginning of that cycle. You wanted, you longed for that intimacy, so you felt you could be vulnerable, so you did. You handed them those, and they weaponized them. Notice that cycle. And the next time the hijackal comes close, you don't give them what they want. You can listen to them. You can enjoy their company, but do not give them your vulnerabilities. Because the next fight that comes up or the next opportunity to put you in a poor light and out come the weaponized vulnerabilities. Have you had that experience already? I don't think there's anybody who's been with a hijackal or hasn't had that. You're devastated. You feel, how could they? I trusted them. I thought they loved me. I thought they cared. And that's when you see in big flashing lights, there is no equality, reciprocity, mutuality available for you in a relationship with a hijackal. So therefore, there is no safety We long for safety. You know, if you know of the work of Abraham Maslow and his hierarchy of needs, after we get food and water and warmth, the next thing we need is safety. Safety. So basic to our well-being. And you are not safe with a hijack. You are simply not safe. And you won't be safe. There's no magic that can make you safe if you stay in a relationship with a hijackal. It's not on offer. They don't have it to give. They wouldn't give it to you if they had it because it would mean you'd have power and they don't want that. So there isn't any safety with a hijackal. There can be pseudo safety. You know, a hijackal will say, well, of course I've got your back. Why would you ever question that? Or, And then you stand back and you observe. And you, no. I've never been safe in this relationship. It has never been a sense of safety. 
And was there safety with your parents? Was there safety with your siblings? Was there safety with an adult child that you have? Are there safety with in-laws? Or did your adult child marry a hijackal? And now you're in danger of not seeing your grandchildren or, or your own child. So I hope this is really sinking in, even though I know it's unwelcome. You don't really want to take all this in, but let it sink in because you need to be aware and don't share. Now, I know that sounds contrary to building a tight relationship. You would want to be able to share, but with a hijackal, you can't because you're giving them ammunition to use against you and they will never give you the empathy that you want or be able to create that intimacy because they're never going to let you see into them. They don't even want to see into themselves. They just want what they want when they want it. And they want you to be how they want you to be. And they want you to give them what they want you to give them. And that's the bottom line. That is how they operate. People from the hijackal human planet emotionally Have as their number one thing, get as much as you can. And second, give as little as you can for it. That's a terrible equation. And obviously, you would never, ever be able to have any sense of equality. It's not there. And empathy, which they don't have because it takes patience and interest. I have to be interested in you to be empathetic, to even want to listen to your feelings, let alone understand them. And to them, that is just, that's a waste of time. Why? Because it's all about me. A hijackal is all about me. I don't need to hear about you. And so hijackals don't have empathy. Therefore, they're low on emotional intelligence. So therefore, they're not going to be good at intimacy, and you're not going to feel safe. They're not interested in giving. They're only interested in getting, which is why you feel lonely. So if this sounds familiar to you, don't spend a moment beating yourself up. Not a moment, because until you see it clearly, you can't do anything about it. But hopefully with this information, you will see that you are not safe there. You're not emotionally safe there. You may not be financially safe there. You are not maybe physically safe there or spiritually safe there or sexually safe there. And any sense of emotional intimacy is unavailable to you. It's unavailable And if emotional intimacy cannot be grown over time, it is very unsettling and leaves you feeling quite bereft and betrayed. You're putting everything you have in it more, and a hijackal is putting only as little as absolutely necessary. And that equation will never work to have you feeling as though you are seen and heard and known, acknowledged, appreciated, and accepted. And all of those things are so super important to you. So if you're hearing things here and you want to delve into them further, I have a lot of courses and things that you'll find at emergingempower.com. And 
Also, as I said before, come on over, talk about things. The Emerging Empowered Community is all about understanding emotional abuse and where you are in the process and how to uh, think about things clearly or how to make an exit plan or uh, what to do if you plan to stay. What are the better steps? What if you were raised by a hijackal? All of those things are there for you. And in the community, you get three opportunities a month to be part of a group call and directly ask me your questions. So come on over. And if you're ready to talk to me one-on-one, go to beaclient.com and let's do it. Let's find out what's what's going on and what you would like to be going on and let's find a way to bridge the gap between what you have and what you want because this is so important so until we speak again take very good care of yourself because you're precious and you matter talk soon thank you for joining me on the savior sanity podcast today I hope you've had some insights, ideas, and strategies to help you gain clarity and confidence for moving forward toward greater emotional health and safety. You deserve that, and so do your children. If you found value here and would like to support this podcast with $1 or $5 each month, please do so at patreon.com slash saveyoursanity. Also, learn more about how to work with me via video conference, join my Emerging Empowered community, subscribe to this podcast, find my books, all by visiting EmergingEmpowered.com. Talk soon.